Flora always replied, A lady never informs upon the indiscretions of gentlemen of station. She knew that such rumors fed the fantasies of men who wanted to do it with a woman who had done it with a prince. So she did nothing to dispel the rumors. When Flora had made enough money, she'd built the pink house and hired only the most attractive women she could find. Then she went into semi-retirement, preferring to manage the affairs of her girls over providing her personal services to the customers. Janie Jensen, who had been calling herself Janie Garner, sat in the parlor of the pink house with Flora, one of her girls named Emma, no last name available, and Sally Reynolds, the local schoolteacher. Sally had met Janie the day she first arrived in Barrie and found herself in the middle of a shootout. Shortly thereafter, Sally had learned that the pink house was a brothel, that Flora was the owner or madam of that house, and that Janie Garner was not only the business manager of the PSR ranch, she was also the mistress of Josh Richards, who was the majority owner of the ranch. Despite what she'd learned, Sally passed no judgment on anyone. On the contrary, Flora and Janie had become her closest friends. She'd also become friends with all the girls who worked at the pink house. At the moment, Emma was Sally's partner in a game of whist. It became obvious that they were losing the hand. Emma sighed. Oh, dear, I'm afraid I overbid the deal. I'm such a nincompoop. Nonsense. You are just a woman who bids with a degree of unbridled courage, Sally said, and the others laughed. As the game continued, conversation picked up. You being from the Northeast, you more than likely didn't see much of the war, did you? Emma asked Sally, making the sentence more a declarative statement than a question. I didn't see any of the war, except for what I read in the newspapers. Sally replied. You were lucky, Emma said. I lived in Corinth, Mississippi. We had a very big battle real close by. Yes, I read about Pittsburgh Landing, Sally acknowledged. Emma shook her head. No, it was Shiloh. In the South, you called it Shiloh. In the North, we called it Pittsburgh Landing. How odd. Well, I remember all those wounded boys being brought into town. I was very young then, but I remember it very well. Wounded boys were lying out on the lawns of people's houses, on their front porches even. Emma shook her head again and sighed at the memory. It was just awful. Sally reached across and put her hand on Emma's. Oh, you poor dear. I'm sure it must have been bad for you. Let's change the subject. I see no reason we should talk about such horrid things. Janie had her own terrible memories of the war, memories that she didn't want to share. Tell us about New York, she said to Sally. I know you once said you'd been there. Yes, I've been there. I have an aunt who lives there. Oh, please do tell us about it, Emma said. It is almost indescribable. 
Trains whiz along on elevated tracks throughout the city. The streets are crowded with carriages and wagons that never seem to stop. And at night, the entire city uses gas lights, so that when you look out your window, it is as if you were gazing at a huge, sparkling jewel. But it is most impressive at Christmas. All the stores, even the lampposts, are decorated for the holiday. Swags of green are stretched between lampposts from one side of the street to the other, so that when you travel, you are traveling under a green canopy. Did you ever attend the Woods Museum and Metropolitan Theater? Flora asked. Yes, I saw a delightful production there, called Ixion. Flora laughed. I was in that production.